participation is required. Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to The Sports Card Therapist, a sports card podcast. You are on the mic with Rob. Don't forget to hit him up on social media with questions and comments. It's goats over prospecting all day. Thanks for tuning in to The Sports Card Therapist. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Wolfpack National 2023 Recap episode. I'm Rob, your sports card therapist, and I have with me the rest of the Wolfpack guys. You want to go around? Yeah, I'll I'll uh, start off Carmine at Carmine's Cards from the Crosstown Cardboard Podcast with my buddy Craig, who's at New York City Sports Cards. Craig at New York City Sports Cards, the other half of Crosstown Cardboard. <laughs> Below me. What up, what up? It's your boy, Cousin Oz, the people's mailman, half of Cousin's Collectibles. Go ahead, Tone. You'll be oh, the other okay. Half. We're skipping over. All right. Well, uh, Cousin Tony, the other half of the Cousin's Collectibles podcast. And then we kick it this way. to Right in the middle to Big Ken, all of sports cards. <laughs> what guys, up, fellas? Guys, national is over, man. Are you guys feeling the national hangover, or is it just me? I, I said I texted Carmine earlier today. I said I can't believe we have to wait another year to do this again. Yeah, I said that's that's the only sad part of this entire process is having to wait a year because we we were on such a high hanging out together. All in, I was telling Craig and we when we recorded our recaps, all hanging out the six of us on the two beds in the hotel room. Showing off our cards, joking around, inside jokes. And um, that was like what I dreamed our meeting was going to be like. It was it was great to just pal around like that. Yeah, it was like a, a male slumber party. Uh, <laughs> I categorize it to my wife. I was like, you, you wouldn't get it, but it was dope as hell. <laughs> it reminded me of college. Yeah. yeah. Right? Just reminded me of being yeah. back in college. Yeah. Everybody hanging out, having a good time. I told Carmine it felt like we were in a flow state for just the entirety of the day. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. I mean, look, we're still all giddy. As soon as Rob started, we're all smiling and laughing. So, like, like it, yeah. it's, yeah, we definitely had fun, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like Ken said, while we were in it, and, and as I'm like walking around, as we're walking around like hotel rooms and, you know, hallways and different ballrooms and trade nights and stuff, it, it really did have this weird college vibe, except it was like a lot of middle aged men and a lot of teenagers. It felt like. Right. It's like people, <laughs> it's like people were either a lot older than me or really younger than me. It kind of felt like. Um, but, yeah, it was like one of those. It was almost like. We had a hall pass away from responsibilities for the week, <laughs> right. and and people just went ham, staying up all night, pulling all nighters, doing things that we had no business doing, um, and and it really felt like twenty four seven cards. Even when we left, I'll speak for myself. Even when I left the national, went across the street to the hotel, as I take a shower or or lay down for 30 minutes just to kind of get my head straight. My mind, the wheels are constantly spinning cards, cards, cards. Even at the dinner, <laughs> right? even, at, even at the Wolfpack dinner at Gibson Steakhouse, it was like all we could talk about was the national. We couldn't check out for five minutes. Yeah, that's a good point. The only, the only thing I got was uh, getting Oz and Tony to tell me about mortgages and refinancing. That was the only, <laughs> that was the only talk that wasn't about the hobby. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was definitely, I mean, it's like you're in the NBA bubble. You know, you're going to camp, you're coming back, you're getting your meals at the canteen, and you're thinking cards. Yeah. I, I don't know about you guys. I didn't think about much else. I mean, I was only there for two days, but I was pretty locked in during the show hours the whole time. Yeah, I was so locked in. I, I forgot to uh, text my wife at a, a right time. And so she she reminded me about it. So I had to kind of yeah. like quick get back into husband and dad mode. And it was like, OK, I guess I got to worry about that a little bit. Uh, but for the most part, 99 percent of the time, it was just straight focused on national, the people, the cards. Oz, I feel like you're always in the doghouse. I am, bro. <laughs> I don't know if you're <laughs> Tony, am I on to something? Tony can back me up, bro. Tony, am I am I listen? 
I will let you know that there was a lot of damage control at the Cousins Collectibles headquarters <laughs> all weekend. Uh, so, you know, next year, Oz needs to set alarms on his phone, mm-hmm. you know, and then do what it is, whatever it is that he needs to do so that he doesn't have to spend uh, the wee hours of the of the night. Uh, Dude, I even tried preemptive strikes and they didn't work. You know, I'm like, OK, <laughs> it's 30. Let me send that preemptive text to make sure I'm good. And it still didn't work. So, I, I, I you know, what it, it, it that, what, can, that can one hour there. Right? That one hour gets you in trouble too, right? Because you're like, oh, I gotta call home, but you know, it's only 10 30. I'll do it at 11. And then you're calling and then you're waking them up and they're like, yeah. Why are you calling at midnight? And I'm yeah. like, Oh, damn. That's you right. did it right, Ken. It was like every night, right after dinner, before any trade nights, call the lady, check in for 15 minutes, half hour, bam. So that, I was taking notes uh, on that. On well, it, was, it was more like six minutes, but. <laughs> <laughs> See that Ken Ken is an experienced player, bro. Yeah, I, I was still learning, bro. He's, he's yeah. still messing up. But listen, uh, uh, we're sitting here rubbing two sticks together. Uh, Ken has a grenade launcher. He knows exactly <laughs> what he's doing. He's got every alarm set. They're all all the alarms are in his head too. Yeah. Um, so so I'm curious, guys, and Tony, we could throw it to you and and kind of go around. What was your biggest takeaway? What was your biggest takeaway from the national? Probably that the power of community and social media is real. I mean, somebody drops a, just the a slightest hint of, hey, this is going down at this place. And with a snap of a finger, people are all up on it till the wee hours. And I'm not even so much even, yeah, the train nights happen, but there was other stuff where people like, hey, we're at this bar or whatever. And then, boom, it just it gets flooded with, with people, hobby people, whatever it was. So that, I'm like, man, like. It, it when you have then the way the the way that Rosemont is laid out where all the hotels are right on top of the the facility it's pretty easy for that to happen I'm hearing Cleveland's a little more spread out I'm not 100 percent sure how that'll all work out but that and then the Saturday at the end of the show we're, you know we're walking out and there was a trade night broke out in the lobby all because our, some kids started you know and before you know it there's a hundred kids with or people with their Zion cases open you're it looks like you're manning a minefield as you're trying to walk out of the show show wasn't over man it was just getting started you know you, you, those people are not they're like you're not shutting us down we're, we're just going to keep going and going so yeah the power of community was i was like very impressed by by that i i, I can say right at, even at the very end uh carmine and, and i we closed the place on sunday and then we loaded up the pallet and we had to wait what an hour for this guy to go get a truck and come back it was yeah it was a long time. So it was finally, it was like, all right, we can go. It's two hours later. It's like seven o'clock. And we're walking out into the hall, into the main lobby of the convention center. Right. And it was just mobbed with people all on the floor with their cards out. Right? It was just unbelievable that even though the, the national has officially ended two hours later, there were still people out in the lobby with cards all over the floor. Just, just trading. That's amazing. That is wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know, this whole thing about the the hobby dying, uh, that, that that is false. Uh, this <laughs> hobby is alive and well. Um, you know, Your the, eyes, this, real quick, hold, hold yeah. that thought. It, it never died. You know who died was the, the dudes that were just jumped up in here to make a quick buck. They're dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. This mm. has been here. Like, this never went anywhere. It just blew up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the guys that are saying that because everybody yeah. else is cool. Because it was just too easy back then with yeah. the whole rise of the of the hobby and the way the cars were just going up and up and up and up. So anybody can make money. Then when it became hard, they were like, oh, OK, on to the next one. So the people that are real collectors, the dealers, the guys that have been here forever in a day, it, it's a way of life. And you could really tell that with everybody that was there. Um you know, it just wasn't about cars. Like you said, the community was just amazing when it came to the people. So I, when it, when it, when I think about this national, it, it really boils down to that, just building these bonds, especially with you guys. I mean, it was unreal. You know, I, I, I didn't think I could get this deep with a bunch of gentlemen and, but I, I, I think we, you know, we've gotten there and, you know, I, I've learned things about Ken that I didn't know. I've learned things about Carmine and, and Craig, you're the Mac, you know what I mean? And then Rob, you know, he's just the guy behind, you know, <laughs> working Mac. all the magic, uh, you know, so it's, it's, man, this, it was just amazing. 
And I, I can't wait for next year already. Craig, how about you? Biggest takeaway? Just a reminder of how much fun uh, cards in this hobby is. Uh, I had fun. The 48 hours I, I was there, there wasn't a second that I wasn't just having fun. Hanging out with my friends, my friends that have a shared interest. And when I went to the wedding on uh, Saturday, you know, people, you know, it came up in conversation. I flew in from Chicago. What were you doing there? You know, you know how I do the trading cards. You know, it was the, the world's largest. Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'm fully embracing it at this point, And someone will be like, well, how was it? I'm like, honestly, it was lit. And it really was. Like, it was such a fun two days. And part of that fun, tang with you guys. But for me, you know, my whole life, it always has been the cards. So the euphoric feeling of searching the room and finding the stuff you really like. It's like a sense of accomplishment. I've, I've been staring at my seven pickups hourly since I got home. So there's, there's that element of it too. Um, so yeah, it all just boils down to fun. There's definitely moments in the last year, two years where you get like hobby fatigue. You're like, I don't know, like, can I continue this at this rate? And then going to the national just brought that euphoric feeling all up again. So feeling great, feeling great about being a hobby participant. It's fun. Love it. Yeah, and I think, you know, for me, it felt like I had a very, very similar feeling right after this national that I had after the national, after both of the last two years nationals, Rosemont, then Atlantic City. I felt re-energized. I felt like I felt razor focused and I felt like I know the direction I want to go in with my hobby experience and really it's the same direction i'm going in now but i think it's just kind of like tightening the reins a little bit because what happens is i find myself like going down little lanes and finding little mini pcs but the mini pcs are usually never mini you know so it ends <laughs> up turning into something bigger and i kind of lose sight of what i really really want in this hobby it's so for myself it's so easy for me to get distracted by other cards it's so easy to get distracted by the content it's so easy to get distracted by relationships in a good way right but for me as i left the national and as i'm sitting at the airport all i'm doing is thinking about and i mentioned this on my last episode all i'm doing is thinking about how craig has said what do i want my collection to look like in 20 years and i feel like you know everyone on this screen for the most part is on that journey right especially especially the cousins i feel like especially the cousins like like tone you know clemente is your guy and you are going after incredible clementes you have you have a a one of one clemente you know you have the clemente rookie uh oz you have the michael jackson you have um you know the alan iverson stuff and it's like and i know i feel like i know where i want to be and it's just about kind of you know getting refocused and and kind of like craig said recharged yeah yeah, I agree with that 100% too. And the community piece. And uh, I was talking on our podcast about the power of trading and how these massive shows lend themselves to trading. So I, I touched on that in our podcast. So I figure maybe a, a different takeaway because there's at least 10 I could probably rattle off, you know, immediately is the awesomeness of the wolf pack, which sounds cheesy but hey you know we're, we're we're the wolf pack we're proud of it and the fact that especially you guys who organized the trade night on friday having everybody come having t-shirts having the cards with our names on it with autograph spots which i, I have to try to collect that rainbow if you want to call it that <laughs> was just such a great sign of our group arriving to a certain level of like you know here we are we love the hobby we want to have a space to bring people together and then when all those people showed up to enjoy with us that was like you know to do it at the national especially you guys i mean i was just pretty much along for the ride and there to get um you know psa sleeves if we need or get coffee and and, and do the rookie duties 
as the young back guy. To being an that was clutch, again. though, Carmine. That was oh, yeah. clutch in the moment. When you needed someone to come through with something, you were there. I can do it. The rookie duties, which, I, which I'm excited about. But, <laughs> um, you know, the cards we got, yes, but also to, to put on that event and have a lot of people turn out for it. And also, several of us make fun, you know, big deals at that event, too. That was like a wow, this is you know I got my Brady Quinn auto at that. (laughs) Yes, with Eli, but Eli is the main, you know, with Vince Young. Yeah. But like you know, one thing I was thinking of, um, and I mentioned this on the podcast. I think I mentioned this on recap one and two, so why not go for the trifecta here? But I think something that I don't know if you guys thought about this. I know I didn't. When when trying to organize the trade night, right? I'd be lying if I said there was no ego involved there, right? Like like I knew I wanted to be part of a trade night at the National. Like ego involved, right? But after looking at the way everything went down, first of all, with it being a raging success, that was the cherry on the cake, right? But no one would have had the foresight. No one, there was no way to know that the pop up trade night, the pop up spot at the Lowe's Hotel, which was right next door, it would that was like the spot for an impromptu trade night for the entire week, right? But it just so happened that on Friday night, it got shut down and the cops got called and everyone had to move out of there. And because we secured a space, the trade night was able to continue for all, regardless if they were there first or not. Now, what I found out later was Carmine was actually the one that called the cops to get everyone to come <laughs> over. Uh, tri- I tri- trip trip the alarm, you know. No, hey, but, can- but you know what I mean? Like, like no one would have known. Like, it was just really cool the way everything happened, you know. And uh, it was amazing to put just be part of. Mm-hmm a crazy event like that and like maybe get a, a tiny little check mark on, on the huge balance sheet that was 2023 national. Yeah. It was very, it was very professionally done. It was very classy. And as I alluded to on our recording today, it felt like a very inclusive event. Like from the get go, you saw a lot of different groups of people that we were saying, kids, couples, people of different backgrounds and everything. You could tell that. And I think that's a good representation of us as people. And uh, Iowa Dave said it best. It felt like a party or a celebration. There just happened yeah. to be cards involved, and I think that's a great thing. Um, there was so there was a ton a ton of females there, which yeah. I didn't expect. What is that? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like you know, I wonder why comes... Oz is always in the doghouse. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> don't don't get it twisted. The girls came out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, Erica, love what you collect. Showed up with her friend. No, uh, there was there was kids. You know, the moms were showing up, Shout bringing their Erica. kids. <laughs> so there, it was just. See, there you go, trying to make get me in trouble, Rob. No, but honestly, like I, I was just surprised to see that amount of women, and they were comfortable. You know what I mean? And we yeah. had created that environment where they were comfortable coming in, whether they were letting their kids, you know, run wild because there was the the cash bar, and they can go ahead and get their wine and just chill, or you know, they were actually, uh, you know, either Pokemon collectors or, or regular collectors, and they and they felt comfortable in the environment that we had created for them with the music playing, and it was just that atmosphere. And it, it just gave everybody that just that comfortability that I thought was was pretty awesome, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, nothing, um, you know, that what Rob's alluding to was more so, you know, with with the hobby. Sometimes <laughs> it's 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 Rob, a male dominated uh, yeah. hobby. So to, to see that many women in one space, I called it like the Rainbow Coalition. It was just anybody and everybody, any color was welcome. Eight to eighty men, women. It, it just it just worked. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing everybody overlooked, but everywhere we went all week, it was hot. It was hot. It was hot everywhere. <laughs> Elevators, you know, lobbies oh. and the convention center. But that room that night had the AC going in that in that that trade night room. You know, that yeah. was. Uh, yeah, shout, I, I, shout out to, to Tony for making sure he got to the I manager know. to open up the uh, the, <laughs> the AC there and turn it down as low as possible. Because we knew well, that uh, people, once that place got packed, it was going to be hot. Yeah. yeah and uh yeah dude that i mean i told you i said i didn't know what it was going to look like but that was definitely a a party with cards it was i guess you can kind of say um super proud to be a part of it can't wait to do it again bigger and better 
mm-hmm. um, you know, or maybe not bigger. I don't know. That doesn't always that doesn't always mean better because uh, we just had a conversation about the size of the national. Was that was bigger, better? You know, not sure. But nah, man, it, it was great, man. Fun to be a part of it with all you guys. And um, man, I, I told you, I said, I, I mean, the cars that we got were, were cool, but I was so hyper focused on that and making sure everything was was cool. Um, for some reason we had reserved tables and I went outside and did an interview and I came back and those got overrun. So next year we're going to have to try to figure that out. <laughs> a little yeah, that was probably my, that was probably my bad because Thanks. So there, there were like two reserved tables there. Right. And people just sat down at them, started pulling out their cards. And then they looked at me, they're like, Oh, reserved. Is it cool? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, yeah. What, what do I say? You know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah like, like, yes, yes. For you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll have to figure that out uh, next time. Maybe make uh, either Who put spike tables reserved for. Well, you know, we just had some people that we had invited that um, just wanted to. I mean, it was all good because yeah, yeah, some, yeah. some came through. But I mean, eventually <laughs> it turned into a party anyways. But just um, I just had that there set up, even for some of us, if we wanted to sit down and set up. And you guys just ended up being all over the room anyways. So uh, just just something that was it was set aside. But it, it was all good. I actually want to ask you guys. Um, and I guess Carmine, we can start with you. Um, well, actually, you didn't go to last year's national, so I mean, I guess I'll go to Rob. So everybody else was there. What was one thing that you guys either had didn't like that happened, or you did, or whatever at last year's national that you were like, this is not going to happen at this one, and I'm gonna for whatever it is, I'm gonna try and have a better experience with it. Like I'll tell you mine. Like mine was like I made sure I hydrated a lot more. My voice is good. Last year I lost my voice completely. Like it was just some something simple as that. So just um Rob, what from last year to this year? Um well I think one thing that I, I, I noticed was I think the one thing I want to improve, and this is something that I talked about la- um an episode or two ago as well, is that I think one thing I just want to improve on is I want to be able to walk it again. I want to be able to fully walk it. I was feeling serious FOMO when Ken and I were sitting behind the booth and Carmine and cousins are like, all right, guys, yeah, we're about to go out for lunch. And and yeah, we're going to go grab lunch. We'll see you later. And then, you know, like later that night, you know, I'm, I scroll on Instagram and I see, oh, you guys went out with Sean victory investments uh, for lunch. And like, Sean is my guy, man. I love Sean. And I know you guys do too. You guys have, have done some work with yeah. him and stuff. And it's like, and I'm like, man, that could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> that that was actually another thing too, that, that last year, um, I felt like we were just show, show, show all the time. And that's whatever. Uh, but this time we, we took the time to enjoy company, uh, just a little break from the show. Cause um, I, we just came off a record with Mike Moynihan and he was like, yo, cards are cool, but you know, we, we do cards. You figure you only put in an hour or two a day or, or every other day, whatever it is. You don't, most people don't do eight hours, hours of cards for four days straight. So to break that up, uh, Oz and I, we had breakfast before we were, there was no rush to get to the show because the cards aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So doing that, taking some time to smell the roses, at in Rosemont, there you go, Carmine. Ooh, ooh. Um, uh, was was definitely uh, made for a better show. For I know it did for me, and I, I assume it did for Oz. But uh, that's kind of how we went about it. So yeah, yeah. It it dude, it, it's just a matter of, <laughs> like you said, smelling the roses and, and taking time to really just um, unwind and, and you, you know, all the hard work that you've put in, whether it's, you know, from your regular life and what you do with your family and then what you're trying to build with us, you know, specifically being content creators and then getting to the Super Bowl of the hobby and just soaking it all in and not really feeling that pressure to go, Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. You know, last year we had to get on stage and right immediately after that, you're searching for your Clemente. I'm looking for a grail Iverson. And, you know, that's our focus where this one, it was just, okay, you know, our big, I talked about the elephant in the room was the trade night. We all knew that was Friday night, but we had primarily, we we took care of everything. So it wasn't a matter that we're scrambling, trying to make sure, you know, everything was done other than, you know, picking up, you know, team bags at the last minute, which Carmine took took care of. Um, I think you know, Carmine is <laughs> unaware. <laughs> 
Uh, nah, he's rocking. No, nah, he's in basketball shorts. Yeah. Uh, this guy all weekend is trying to accuse me of some debauchery that I'm not a part of. <laughs> Making up Rewind stuff. the tape. Maybe it was uh, the green uh, screen that made it. Look my name in person and now for the public. <laughs> behind <laughs> behind the scenes, there was a ton of debauchery when it came to uh, <laughs> yeah, the wolf pack. Sure. But yeah, uh, really, just really taking the time, like you said, Tony, to smell the roses and 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 just you know. Get get just the the relationships that you have with people all over the place, whether it's Mama Breaks or whether it's you guys or you know we we talked to Jeremy Lee, we had a real long conversation. Doctor Collectible, um, just you know just talking, man, and, and building those relationships, and that's what it all boiled down to for me. Yeah, Craig, how about you? I'll save Ken I- for last because Ken Ken really knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ken is the wisest as well. Um, <laughs> I think if I could do it perfectly, it would have been three days. And just as you said, take some time, like enjoy the city, take a break, uh, break from cards. You know, I kind of feel like I have to go all in on the cards. I don't really get to too many shows. You know, I can't do it while I'm coaching. So I know this is going to be the 48 hours. This is going to be the best chance I have to pick up stuff that I really love. So when I think about what to improve on, just from the card standpoint, Part of me does like to just search randomly. I go into this aisle, I go into that aisle. You don't know what you're going to see, but maybe a better layout and organization uh, of the map of where to find what. And an idea I've seen thrown around is organizing by type. So I know a lot of vintage baseball was together, but what if even a little more specific than that? Here's a soccer section. You know, here's a ultra modern football section. I even had the idea. I was thinking about the layout of our trade night. We had one ballroom, right? And there were multiple ballrooms. Am, am I right there? Imagine right. that whole hallway, but each room was like a different type of card or a category to trade for. The ideas are just are just flowing now as I think ahead. I like that idea. I feel like that would be too segregated, though. Like, I, I yeah. like the idea of of walking up on on super modern basketball and being like, ooh. You know, the but if it was a vintage was section, cool. I probably wouldn't step foot in super modern basketball. But I, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying, yeah. I hate uh, it. Because yeah. um, <laughs> you're just certain people. <laughs> it's okay. I appreciate your honesty. You're a good friend. <laughs> um, but no, I, I only went one day last year, so it's hard to totally gauge. But having gone two days here, um, one thing I'll say is get the hotel early and just get the best hotel. Being at the Hyatt Regency was great. A lot of action going on there, but excited for Cleveland. Hopefully, I can do three days next year. Wait, are we talking cards, Craig? What do you mean? Thanks, cards. Oh, thanks, cards. <laughs> you said a lot of action going on. I wanted to make sure we're talking cards. Yes, uh, Cleveland next year. Hope to do it for three days, and you know, see another, see another city that uh, I haven't explored, and hopefully, uh, we do a bigger event next year. Nice. All right, Ken. Would you like yeah, I, I could probably answer all, both the questions. I didn't even get the first one either. But, you know, really, to me, it was the community. It was the people, mm-hmm. right? It, it's it's so great. I, I've spent this year really, you know, finding my people in the hobby, right? And, and you know, this, this national was one of those where I was able to meet all these people in person. But then there were a handful of people that some I knew existed, some knew I didn't, but I, I set out to find those people and they, or they set out to find me. Right. And uh, it was just unbelievable to be able to connect with so many people in the small space that I'm in with, you know, women's soccer and women's basketball and things like that. So, you know, to me, that was, you know, one of the best parts of, of, you know, just being like a dealer at the hobby, uh, I think differently than Rob. You know, Rob wants to get out and go. I like being behind the table. I like to, so, you know, I, I it was good for me to, you know, run around and, you know, try to, you know, see and meet as many people as I could that share the same space as I do. Um, if I would have done it differently, I and I'm, I, I'm already planning this for next year uh, for Cleveland, I would have... I've never been to Chicago, right? So uh, I was a little envious when I was leaving, you know, Monday morning and Carmine's like, I got the whole day, you know, (laughs) to go into the city and I'm not flying home till night. I would have either come in a day earlier or gone home a day later just to go spend the day in the city because I've never been there. Uh, Next year for Cleveland, I know it's close enough to drive, 
you know, I, I am definitely probably going to show up a day early so I could go visit the city and visit some sites and do some things before, you know, before the, the, the show gets going. And, and one of the other things, you know, I changed so much about what I did in uh, Atlantic City. Probably everything that I did in Atlantic City, I learned so many things that going to Chicago, I changed so many things to make it so successful for myself. Um, but one of, the, one of the big things that I felt was going in there with you guys, like going in there with the Wolf Pack going in there we had so many things planned you know that just hanging out and you know kicking in the hotel room and all that stuff and you know they always talk about when you go somewhere or you do something for the first time it's an amazing experience it's special and and when you try to go back you're always trying to re recreate that right and and i felt like our our wolf pack family dinner at gibson's now to me when i left i thought to myself this was just an unbelievable special night. I mean, just special all around being with you guys. We'll probably go to the next five or 10 national and do Wolfpack family dinners. Right. But it's never going to be as special as it was. That, And I'm glad it was Gibson's and I'm glad it was the best steak I've ever eaten in a restaurant. <laughs> right. So, yeah, just, just, you know, it, it, I, I talk about the people at the show, but just going with you guys too, just having you guys to, plan this with all of us i mean the messaging and the texting and i mean it was just constant for six months right eight months planning all this stuff and it uh, now this, there's nothing better than that there's nothing better than that love it that that thursday night dinner is now the the staple event oh the, the bar is way up oh, here yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that was that was just amazing to uh have those moments and feel the balance between you know like getting a, a certain dose of cards. And like, I think Tony, you were mentioning it on your guys' podcast, looking down for so long and then looking up and then you feel like drunk. Like you don't know, yeah. you know, like, cause you've been looking at cards for so long. So I felt like the breaks that we had in there, um, you know, for lunch, when we went out, you know, me and the cousins and uh, Sean, great guy also, you know, to get the deep dish pizza or if it's to leave and get, um, uh, Steak and shake that we also did. We 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 got out there a little steak bit. And shakes. Look at these uh, guys. They don't know. They don't know what the heck we were doing. And yeah, uh, yeah. see, <laughs> see, Big Ken. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then what I'm talking. And then, you know, in the hotel room. And then you know, I think a couple of my favorite moments were when we were joking around, and uh, a couple times I slipped in a joke, and Rob and Ken gave me some fist bumps. You know, <laughs> like dying laughing. Um, but yeah, that 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 definitely exceeded my expectations. And then Ken, what you were talking about with the Wolf Pack, you know, like we were talking about, I'm newly single here in a new area, so I went out alone to the bars on a Saturday night. Check out the scene. It's tough out there being a lone wolf. But if I would have had you guys, you know, the feel at the National, we're mobbing it together, you know, we're going down the street you know, we're stopping cars in my mind. You know, walk, 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 every light's green for us. You know. It was a totally different feeling going places all together. And, uh, knowing, that, knowing, that, knowing that we have that bond. You know, strong. I said it today when we walked into the trade night Thursday after Gibson's. We were wearing our button-down shirts. I felt like, as a group, we were just like pulling up to the club. Like this is my squad. Look at these guys, Bobby. I tell you what. Crosstown Cardboard was in full effect when it came to these trade nights, man. Carmine, Craig, like Craig was like a celebrity. He was a soccer celebrity. <laughs> would lay out his soccer cards, and then the people just came. They were swarming him. I, me and Tony are looking at each other like, what the hell's going on here? Like, people were from Great Britain were like, just, oh, oh, soccer, soccer. And, you know, he had like six guys, and they were just mesmerized by Craig. And then Carmine's over here wheeling and dealing to three in the morning. It's insane. These guys were on fire. <laughs> And Carmine, Carmine has has the illest fit, bro. Carmine's wardrobe, oh, unparalleled. So, uh, just just saying. <laughs> Sometimes it's inside the box, but a lot of times outside the box, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. So yeah, so it sounds like we all had an incredible time, um, and many more to come, hopefully. So as far as cards go, guys, I'm curious. Did you have 
one big pickup or what was your favorite pickup? And a big pickup to me might not be a big pickup to you, right? So really comes down to what was your favorite pickup from the national? Um, I can go first if you want. Mine was the yeah. 1971 card, 630 Roberto Clemente. This is the black border. And if you Ooh. know anything about this nice. card, the edges on this are and Rob, you're the uh, vintage guru. You can co-sign on this that these the edges on these cars are typically beat up. Um, so to get this and a seven, pretty decently centered, I was super happy to get that. So this by far is the bell of the ball for me. That that's beautiful because those things are like I don't know. The only thing I could really compare it to in terms of modern are like PMGs. Yeah. They just they the they almost started start immediately like flaking off. So mm-hmm. to get a high grade one, a seven is considered an extremely high grade for um for that year. So that's a great pickup, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. What about you, Ken? I know I know what player it's going to be, but which card yeah, are the ones I, that you got? I think I picked something up that I was excited about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here she is. Ooh. Wow. Here she is. Right, it's hard to get it in here without the shadow, but come on, man. Come on, pretty lady. <laughs> on, pretty lady. There you go. There you go. Trinity Rodman Auto. It's the, it's the blue auto. Um, you know, I, my goal, we talked about goals going out there and I got the nerd alert, but it was, uh, it was a purple, uh, the purple auto. Um, but the, uh, you know, and again, the power of the community, uh, I went to talk to, uh, I ran on Saturday before you left, I ran all the way to the other side to go see a table that everybody was sending me, you know, um, pictures of and the table number like they got all this trinity robin so i ran over there uh i met the met joy over there i was talking to her and i i bought a card from her but then i asked her i said my goal is to find the 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 purple auto and she said well there was a guy here with the blue auto that she knew she she said he he just left he's heading home and uh i said well give me his instagram his contact information because at least I know somebody who has one and wants to sell it. Right. So I got back to the table. I messaged him a long story short, his ride, his person driving him to the airport. He gave the card to that person. We made a deal for the card and he came and the, and the, and the guy came back to the show with the card and we made the deal while, wow. we, while we were there. Nice. Yeah. So our the community. Yes, yes, sir. I guess uh, I'll go Oz, is, is it, is it between two for you, Oz, or is there a clear one between two? It is between two, and the kicker for me is it's uh, cousin Tony uh, hooking his cousin Oz up. So hold on, a while back, cousin Tony had picked up a card that I was super super jealous of, and this was the Duncan Go Nuts, clear as day, Allen Iverson Gem Mint Ten. These wow. you know these acetate cards are just sick. Um, the shine is great, but the fact that Tony had picked this up in a Gem Mint 10 and to, for it to be crystal clear, man, I was kind of heated. I was upset because <laughs> that was one of my, you know, one of my grail cards that I was looking to, to get. So for for Tony to have it in his collection, I, I'm not going to lie, I was a little, little, you know, no, I was upset. So I, I left it at that. <laughs> so Tony brought it with him. And I, I my biggest fear, I, I, I felt comfortable knowing that you know, this card was in his possession, but then at any point in time, it could be a wild card where he could just, you know, go ahead and sell it, you know, for 1500, 2000, and then just take it and flip it into a Clemente, which I know he had the, every intention of doing. So uh, Saturday, you know, for, I brought 12 cards with me to go ahead and sell, you know, anywhere from 150 to, to $400 um, were, were the prices of the slab. So my, my whole intention was to sell those cards to, to get a couple bucks to buy into something, not knowing that Tony was, you know, was going to be like, yo, instead of me selling to somebody else, why don't I just sell it to you? And uh, if you give me what I bought it at cost, it's yours. Wow. So that, yeah. So that gave me the incentive. I was at like 600 bucks. And then that night, uh, Friday night, you know, I, I, I surpassed it the, the night of the uh, our trade night. And uh, so the very next morning we went out to lunch with uh, victory investments sean and you know carmine and tony 
was gracious enough to go ahead and, and give uh, Cousin Oz his his older cousin, his elder cousin, the one he loves so much. <laughs> and I was able to go ahead and add this puppy to my collection. So you know, and this is only out. this is only a pop twenty. Yep. This is yeah. only a pop 20 and Tony, I'm not sure if you knew this, but there was actually a comp that just popped up from last week on this card. 3,500. Nice. I should have ripped no his way. ass off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, cause I looked that up to try to, to try to get in on your deal. <laughs> no, but listen, wow. phenomenal, phenomenal card, man. That is, that is great. Uh, and Oz, you got one more. Yeah, so this one then was the uh, 1997 Ultra Stars Allen Iverson Gold, which wow. I had to pry away from uh, a gentleman, a dealer that wasn't really too interested in dealing with me. So Cousin Carmine gave me the tools needed. He gave me the pep talk, gave me the strategy, and I was able to go ahead and get this away from the uh, the evil dealer that was there trying to keep this away from Cousin Iverson. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I heard your podcast and I heard you talking about how the guy basically was like shunning you. I was yeah. like, "What is going? That's nuts!" On a two thousand dollar car. Well, he had he had a lot of high value cards, but still, you would think that he would be a little more. Right. But most, was, most he of the had guys it, were more welcoming than that. He had yeah. it at twenty five hundred. So Carmine's like, "Listen, it he has it right at comp. So the last comp was twenty five hundred, um, but then like the four or five before that was right at fifteen hundred. So Carmine's like, "Listen, go right in the middle, hit him up with two G's. He should take it." So I went in, boom. I told him two thousand. He was like, yeah, I can't do that. And I was like, <laughs> he goes, let's do 2250. And I was like, how about I do 2000? And one of the cards that I had, another Allen Iverson Golden Touch, I threw that in there. The comp on that one was 400. So, you know, I went over a little bit, but I paid him, you know, the 2000. And that, that's when my uh, PayPal was acting up. So that's when I went into the whole key and peel and was sweating, waiting for this guy to be like, nah, you know what? Just let's not make this deal. Let's just uh, give me that card back. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, it was fun watching uh, uh, Tony, the voyeur here. It was fun watching uh, Carmine talk Oz. Uh, it looked like he was talking him up, you know, because Oz is like, ah, I don't, because Oz is funny. So like, he'll see a card that he really wants. And then when it comes time to like do the do, he, he, he gets in his own head or whatever it is, or, you know, he forgets his password or whatever the hell is. <laughs> Facial recognition. He's still like, forgets yeah, yeah. Password. his face is so <laughs> tense. It just doesn't look like him anymore. Yeah. It, it's funny to, to see him like sweat these things out. Cause, but then once he finally like cuts, you know, does the deal, then he's all, you know, on cloud nine. Yeah, any, anything over like $250, <laughs> I'm sweating no matter what. You know what I mean? I'm just, that's just in me no matter. I'm, that's my old school mentality. It's like, uh, you know, then, then you throw in $2,500, then it's like, you know, I'm, I'm looking around waiting for my wife to show up. So that's, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. That was a great, great moment to get that. Cause I was like, I was like, you really want this card? Cause I saw you scrolling eBay. I'm like, that's not going to, going to cut it for something this rare. You know, which is why I didn't want you to potentially pay more than you had to. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, look it up, look it up. And I'm like, you know, that that was that was one of the most fun times was, you know, trusting each other enough to work together on something yeah. like that. But just having it come naturally to where I didn't feel any like, I wonder if he wants my advice or I, you know what I mean? It was just like natural because of what we built up yep. from hanging out and, and our time before yeah. that, too. Yeah, and, I appreciate uh, that, man. That, that was a big yeah. help. Like, I, I don't, you know, full disclosure, I don't have card ladder, you know, I don't. So <laughs> I just, so I normally yeah. get my comps off of eBay, you know, um, yeah. and like you said, it's a rare card. So the only reason I, I never got card ladder was because when I did get it, they didn't have all any of my Iverson cards anyway, because the, with the, what I'm dealing with. So it's hard to, to get the comps that I needed. So I was like, I'm not really going to go ahead and use this anyway. So I appreciated you, you know, having that app on hand and really looking at what it was and then getting the you know five previous ones to say okay these were all 1500 that last one was the outlier at 2500 you know meeting them right in the middle should do the do the trick yeah that was perfect and then uh just a couple things on the duncan go nuts the way i filmed it with tony and oz in the uh along with sean in pequas the deep dish pizza joint it looked like it was like a mob deal going down uh, you'll see it on our um on our recap on our recap vlog on crosstown cardboard love it but like you know tony's setting the scene you know giving him the cash and the card and uh 
so that was that was awesome. And then being a part of that deal because I got to participate in it because I'm like, you know, Tony and Oz are my main guys I'm chilling with for a lot of the time. And so I'm like, uh, I checked in with uh, with Oz after I got one of my big cards that I'll talk about in a little bit. And I'm like, how are you doing? You know, raising this this money for Tony's card. And he's like, oh, I'm 60 bucks short. I'm right there. I'm like, all right, bro, we're about to get it done right now. <laughs> I'm like, you still have that tiger, that tiger rookie, which I got from him, this BGS 9.5. He's like, yeah, I got it. I'm like, all right, we're, we're going to get you over the edge right now. He's like, he's like, give me 100. I'm like, 90. He's like, deal. <laughs> and then we got him so i'm like yes not only is my guy gonna get his card but i got to play a small part in in finishing it up and um so that was awesome just and everybody rooting for each other the whole weekend yeah. was really cool like everybody got a big pickup to write home about and everybody's like just pumped up for their uh for their buddy to have a little moment yeah sure. no well said man that was awesome and i think carmine you just kind of breaking down uh that situation feels like it really summed up the overall vibe i think probably not even just for us but i think all the crews all the people that are out there all the all the people that went there to go meet up with friends and, and yeah. whatnot it's just like one big one big camaraderie you know what's so, in carmine's screen what? Like, oh, wait, you got to go back to how you were. Look oh, I had that. a water. I had a water doing, bottle. <laughs> Taking a drink. Look, no, is doing it. <laughs> Listen, Carmine, your your green screen is getting wet and wild over there, man. I could have swore <laughs> no, when you I'm got sorry. up before it looked like you were wearing straight green underwear no, or oh blue underwear or something. Here we. Like this that. is what was going on all weekend. If anybody's wondering how what how the how the atmosphere was. So all right, so Craig pickups. So what would you get for what you what's your favorite pickup from the national? All right, I'm showing two. I gotta do it. All right. First one was a soccer card. So the uh description of the card and then the context is important here, Rob, because you kind of played a factor in it as well. So Cup, 2018 Prism World Cup, Kylian Mbappe, blue prism out of 199. Color Which match. Is, color match, beautiful looking card, incredible aesthetic. Um that's the year that France won the World Cup. Mbappe scored four goals, including a goal in the finals, and he was uh, awarded best young player of the tournament. This is considered the rookie card, the color match. Incredible. And I got this from SC Sports Cards and a very fun trade. So it was uh, three cards plus cash, and I was able to get to make this happen. So it was cool to do with MC, right? They're like a, a big consigner. They do a lot of higher-end cards. So to get a deal done with them was fun. Yeah. And it happened at 10, 14 in the morning. I know that. You know, because I have the timestamps on my phone. And that was relatively early. And, Rob, thanks to you for giving me that dealer's pass, I was able to get to the show early. And I made two pickups. With whoa, him. whoa, whoa. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I never Listen, I never gave anyone a dealer's pass. Okay, for I, the record. For neither the did record. Ken. Neither, neither did Ken. Craig's like, Craig's like, thankfully, he smuggled in that alcohol and <laughs> <laughs> for the little kids. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, wow. Uh, yes. So, so anyway, awesome. anyway, back to the card. So you uh, got that done before <laughs> you got that done before general admission. No, this was at 10, 14 a.m. And I have the photo proof of it. That's, a, that's awesome, man. Um, anyway. So love this card, and the story does not end because I'm actually meeting with a buddy tomorrow on Long Island, and he's going to uh, try to uh, cross this over to PSA for me. Wow! So you're you're hoping for a PSA ten? If it gems, it pretty much doubles in value. And someone said, you know, I think it's a crossover candidate, so I'm going to roll the dice. I'm not going to not going to crack it. Just going to send it in as is, minimum grade. If it doesn't cross. No, nah, you gotta crack that, I, I bro. Thought you were gonna break out the Kurtz card care. No, because if it nines, then I'm taking an L. So, <laughs> yeah, I, th I thought Come this was true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so we'll see how that turns out for me. And then my favorite personal card, being a Knicks fan. I mean, oh, oh so, my gosh, so. yeah. Charles Oakley, thirteen, fourteen, flawless. Obviously, game one. Look at the R, the R from New York, out of yeah. five emeralds. Jeez. Yeah, I came in looking for some Knicks chunky patches, and here we are. That is unbelievable. Love this. The Oak, the Enforcer. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Definitely my two favorite. You know, one like a, more of a higher-end 
ultra modern soccer, which I like, and then uh, the personal touch with the Knicks. Very happy with both. Wow, those are great. What about yeah, you, Rob? Oh, yeah, so um, I'll go because Carmine's I think trumps everyone's. Um, <laughs> so I talked about this a little bit on my last episode. Um, the two cards I was going for at the National coming there, I said, do you know what? I want to pick up my forever 57 tops Bill Russell rookie copy. I've owned two already. Neither of them were my forever copy. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm looking for that. And then also I've owned two 52 tops mazes that I moved. And um, so I wanted either Bill Russell or a maze. And on Saturday, a 52 tops maze walked up to my table and I wound up with it. This thing is perfectly centered. Um, I'm absolutely in love with this card, in love with this card. And the crazy thing is it was done in a deal from a guy who is with a guy who is from Connecticut. He lives like 10 miles from me. So it took wow. having to go all the way to, and I've never did a deal with him before either. So it took us having to go to Rosemont to close the deal. And since everyone's doing two or most hey, people here, are, hold, hold on before you show your second one. But it, it, it's interesting that you got this card from a guy who lives 10 minutes from you in Chicago and Oz got his grail card <laughs> from a guy who lives 10 minutes away from him. <laughs> you guys didn't even have to go to Chicago to get your grail. We could have stayed. We could have saved money on the flight. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Show your second. Yep, yep. So the next card, uh, this guy comes up to my table and he has two of these identical cards. It's a modern card, signed on card auto. He had two PSA tens. One was a ten ten. One was a ten nine. I looked at the autos. He looked at the autos. They are identical. There's no reason one of them should have been a nine. One of them should have been 10. I mean, identical, not a single streak, whatever. So I said, you know what? I'm going to apply my vintage, um, my vintage uh, buying prowess to this super modern card. And I'm going to buy the card, not the grade. So ended up picking this up. 2008, and this is one of my favorite images of all time of Eli Manning. 2008, Topps Chrome Gold Refractor at a 199 on card auto. Gold with a gold paint pen as well. So it's a gold refractor with the gold wow. auto as well. And that so, was from the Super Bowl, right? That picture? Yep, that's the image. That's the final snap from the Super Bowl uh, seven, uh, 2007 when he beat the patriots for the first time wow nice. that's a great card that really pops yeah thank you yeah I'm, I'm in love with this card so those are probably my top two pickups and not to mention my brady quinn sticker auto that i got from <laughs> carmine talked me into carmine seems to be talking a lot of people into spending their money that's what no <laughs> no for carmine like tony come here man I found this uh, comment yeah, for good reasons. Yeah. All right. So, Carmine, you're up. All right. At first, I also got two, but I added an honorable mention, which is, <laughs> which is this, just because I think it was, I think these three separated themselves from the ones I, I got elsewhere. This Magic and Bird dual auto, no sales in the last six years on Card Ladder. What? It's uh, commemorating their 1979 NCAA championship game, which Magic won, of course, and then started off their incredible rivalry. Uh, still the most watched championship game ever. You know, Michigan now you're going State. on 40 years, 40 years later. So dual auto on the hard court. Uh, that nice. was that's a was huge excited. card. Anytime yeah. you get those two autos on a card, that's a big card. Yeah. And on card. So that was a, a full I traded into that on Saturday. I really want to know what I really want to see what the next one you're going to present, because in my mind, I'm not sure if I know what you think your biggest pickup, like what's your favorite pickup, because they're both so identical to one another. Yeah, I like I mean, in terms of importance. Yeah, no, I'm holding both of them right now, and I don't know which one I could tell you is my number one. But uh I guess one is they're they're two different lanes. So the the one that I got on Friday 
was the one in our preview podcast where we had the round table with the Wolfpack that I was trying to get Rob to bring to the national, which he did end up bringing, but wanted to keep. And so I couldn't pry it off him. So this is the 1980 tops bird magic, Dr. J all three autographs PSA five with an auto 10 and uh, Rob got a picture of me looking at it under the lamp in the hotel room after getting it and the Wolfpack trade night that I got it at. And uh, I cannot like, believe that you got that. Of all places, you got that at the Wolfpack trade night. How awesome I is that? I mean, oh, listen, so I, I, I walked around. I think I did a quick video uh, and I posted on Instagram of like a 20K deal going down, mm-hmm. like right there at the table, like cash everywhere. And then here you are picking up this triple auto at yeah. the, uh, just the, the the kinds of cards you never know that's why participation's required right like not even just because it's our trade night just anywhere you ne- you can walk into any trade night any kind of impromptu trade session you never know what people are going to be pulling out of their zion nope and i just a father son had their cars cards spread out and i saw is this the, the guy you ripped off? oh wait no that was the old guy. oh my oh my, oh my gosh don't start <laughs> no, this again scratch that we'll, we'll edit that out we'll edit that out that's for part two both sides were happy with the deal so this one i was like i was looking at it and i'm like those aren't three autos right and then i saw it and i'm like oh wow they really are did so you, I ended up, let me ask you, did you have that moment that I talk about having a lot when I say this guy doesn't know it, but he is yeah. not leaving with that card? Did you it, have that moment? Well, once I find out where they are on it, like if it's a reasonable price, then I have that reaction. But we were finding that and, and me, Oz and Tony were walking around and we were finding that on the rare cards, people were very high, at least from what I gathered. Yeah. You know, like a like a one of one logo man, um, you know, maybe a dual auto with MJ and LeBron and stuff like that, or or an exquisite limited logos. From what I saw, the prices compared to comps were usually quite high. So I didn't want to take for granted that this card was going to be fairly priced. But long story short, I traded five cards plus six hundred cash into this triple auto. And Tony was watching over my shoulder the whole time. And I closed the deal and Tony is like right there. And I'm like, I noticed that he was watching, but then we had like some time. I don't even remember what our reaction was. I just remember Tony was hyped and he was like, dude, (laughs) he was like, let's go, let's go. He's like, I'm so excited. You got that. So that was, that was the Wolfpack trade night uh, on Friday. And then the final one, is the Thursday pickup that I got, which is this Larry Bird flawless patch auto one of one game used patch. And Rob, you were saying you thought it was a little bit sweaty. Actually, I think all you guys said that. Yeah, I think we all did. We all looked at it and said, there, there's like a brown tint to the white. Like, yeah, what, that, that's yeah. wet. Like, yeah. Dude, so that patch is incredible. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's the max number of colors you can get on his patch at, you know, at that time, <laughs> which is two. And, um, you know, not as colorful as magic. So with the on-card auto, one of one, that was, that actually made the show. I, when I got this on Thursday, I'm like, wow, you know, my show is good. I, I got a pickup, the quality of which I was looking for. I'm good. And then after that, you know, a day later, I got the triple rookie auto Magic Bird and Irving 1980. And then the next day, I got another dual auto of Bird and Magic. So, and the funny thing is, those are around $10,000 value of cards. And I was mentioning this on our podcast uh, a little bit earlier. I traded $9,000 worth. I only came out of my pocket for $900 to get these three. So the power of going to a big show and participating in those trade nights, you know, I think is, is, is huge. And, um, you know, off and having decent cards that people might want that they can then turn around and sell. Wow. Uh, that's beautiful. That is, that's awesome. Well, we are coming up on an hour, an hour gentlemen, um, before we wrap up, 
Any closing thoughts on the national, the Wolfpack, the future, anything? I wish the uh, dance floor was in effect for Oz to uh, <laughs> actually break out the full Michael Jackson because we got a little taste of uh, of the 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 leg movement, the vibe. Listen, and that I, was like that was like throwing scraps to a bunch of lions. <laughs> the room was ready. The room was primed. Yeah, I wonder why. Jeez. <laughs> now yeah, I, I really did want. I did want to perform for everyone. Uh, you know, the crowd was clamoring, <laughs> uh, but it was like I was just stuck. Any movement I did on that rug, it just wasn't happening. With Mike, you got to have fluid movement, and I didn't want to look like an idiot. So I just had to cut it right then and there. Rob did a great job of editing the dance moves. So it looked a lot better than it was, but, uh, you know, wasn't able to. So maybe perhaps, uh, you know, you want a, a closing statement. Cleveland 2024, Oz is coming for you. Full Michael Jackson. Oh, I'm going to make it happen. Wow. Love it. You. I'll say this. Uh, if you listen back to our preview, our preview episode, I think uh, we went six for six on all hitting at least one goal that we all mentioned. It was uncanny. I'm listening back to it. We were Oz and I were, were on the way home from the airport and I was like, yeah, let's throw that on. And I'm like, dude, I said, everybody hit one, at least one of their goals, if not all of them. So it was amazing to get, you know, six people, six different goals and they, everybody, you know, hit them. So, um, you know, congrats to everybody. And again, it was an honor to put that show on with you guys. Can't wait to do it again next year. Um, you know, bigger, better, badder. There you go, Oz. There you go. <laughs> Craig, how about you? Yeah. I'm excited to see what next year's Wolfpack event could be. You are all great, genuine people. We all know and gravitate other genuine, like passionate people. So I think the potential to have another event of an even bigger magnitude is going to be incredible. And I'm excited to follow your collecting journeys for the next year. You know, it's going to be, you know, we're coming down on this high, but soon enough it's going to be back into the uh, the, the hobby day-to-day grind, whatever that means for each of us. I know Ken's like loaded up and ready to go for football season. But, uh, yeah, follow, continue to follow your journeys and grow um, as friends and uh, as individual and group uh, within this content space here, I guess. Hey, Craig, listen, you got a full year, so make sure you get the plans down. You're coming for more than two days this time. So tell your friends, no weddings. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to bring wifey along, bring her along so there's no issues with that. But I need you there more than two days. That's the plan. That's the plan. There's no way I can have a third wedding in a row in Albany the <laughs> national weekend. No chance. All right. Don't say never. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll, I guess just kind of echo what Craig said, you know, I'm 51 weeks till uh till the next national and i'm looking forward to seeing what uh what the next 12 months and everyone's journey brings yeah the planning starts now right now we start planning for for you know cleveland and uh just start working on uh you know we set the bar i gotta say we set that bar high you know i mean right out the gate we set that bar high so uh yeah we got to make some moves this year to uh you know Keep 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 it going higher and higher, right? There's no no time to relax. Just got to keep on pushing. Yeah, and my my uh, my closing thing would just be to say how great the hobby community was to witness at that stage in person, all of us together. You know, I remember exchanging looks with some of you guys at the Wolfpack trade night. Like, you know, can you can you believe this is? This is happening. I think Tony was like, Carmine, pretty good. Turned out pretty good, right? <laughs> so, um, and that 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 was a big thing. And then knowing that, you know, especially you guys who set it up, but that we're capable of something like that. We're capable of picking up these big cards, of making these friendships, and uh, and and the hobby spirit and the childlike joy. You know, I was riding on the shuttle to the airport from our hotel. And a guy's like, oh, were you here for the for the national? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, what'd you pick up? And he's and I'm showing him what I got. He's showing me what he got right on the shuttle to the very last moment, you know, <laughs> leaving back to the airport. So just that enthusiasm and camaraderie on top of the cards was really a cool thing to see. 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said. Well, guys, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Uh, 2023 national recap. And uh, I guess that's it. So shameless plug real quick. Don't forget Carmine and Craig have crossed town cardboard podcast. Tony and Oz have the cousins collectibles podcast and big Ken with sports card lessons podcast. Myself, Rob, uh, sports card therapist. So thank you very much, guys. And uh, yeah, I guess we could all do our sign outs. Take care of yourselves and your collection. Peace. Be good to yourselves and everybody around you. And as always, keep focused, keep positive, and keep collecting. Hey, yo, Rob, bring the beat back. <laughs>